Hey, I'm Logan. <laughs> Why are you so excited? Did uh, you forget what you do now? Uh, and I'm Melissa. And this is Marketer's Cut, a podcast about movie marketing that hasn't missed a beat in, in our entire time of existing. Um, episodes every week. You know us. Um, I told you not to do this. Uh, we've taken like two months off, kind of. Almost th- two and a half months. Partially because we've been very busy, we've been sick at times, and we've been lazy at times, and the holidays are a tough time. But we're back with the fresh new movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Ready to talk about that one. Very excited. Um, yeah, how, are you excited to be back in the group of things, Alyssa? Yeah, but but I've been asking you to do refer, research for months. I'm trying to I'm trying to get this podcast going. Yes. I'm trying to build a franchise here. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> okay, great. Um, well, like maybe later in the year, we can do a podcast episode featuring us, but also like the us from the first episode. You know what I'm saying? We haven't, re- we never recorded anything. <laughs> we can't do that. No, I mean like from our first episode of the podcast. Okay. For new listeners or maybe old listeners that just completely forgot who we are. Uh, we are a podcast about movie marketing. We, um, we talk about a movie, uh, preferably new. But not always, every week. And we um, we dive into a little bit of the marketing stuff about it. Now, we don't really focus too much on posters and trailers and the basic stuff. We like to get into um, the weird marketing stuff, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say so? I mean, now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's more yeah. about, um, yeah. you know... Yeah. <laughs> not the stuff that you can go to Deadline for or Variety for. You know, you can only come to us. And... Um, yeah, just us for this valuable information. You ready to get started on Spider-Man No Way Home, the third th- third installment in the MCU Spider-Man trilogy? Yes. Cool. That's, that's why I'm here. Oh, that's why you're here? <laughs> Good to know. Uh, so Spider-Man No Way Home, like I just mentioned, third movie starring Tom Holland as Spider-Man. It is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um... So you're going to see some other big, big faces, uh, some other strange faces in this movie, like Dr. Strange, um, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Don't, don't say a stupid joke like that and then look at me. Like, I'm going to laugh at your joke. Don't look at me. I was really happy with it. It was not necessary to look at me because I wasn't going to laugh at it. I was going to make fun of you on the podcast about it. Um, so this movie was co-produced by Columbia Pictures and Disney, and it's dis- this is a very important distinction. Distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing, not distributed by Disney. We'll get into why that's important, maybe, soon. I don't even know if it'll come up, but it's important. Um, basic stuff about the movie, though, this is directed by John Watts, the same director who has helmed the previous two MCU Spider-Man films, and here's a quick synopsis from IMDb. With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, Peter asks Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Good synopsis. Um, This was released on December 17th, 2021, which, if you're listening on the day this was released, that was yesterday. Right? Yep. Yep, getting ready for Christmas now. Uh Uh-huh. You're not digging this vibe, are you? <laughs> you don't like lying to our audience? Um, I, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know if I should say yes, I do. Or if I should be honest and say no, I don't. 
But no. then that then that tells them that we are lying to them. So like I'm saying we're lying mm, both ways. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie opened uh, a huge opening. Um, I believe it's one of the biggest of all time. Uh, that exact um, ranking there uh, is eluding me right now. But it opened to two hundred and sixty million dollars. That's pretty wild. Um, domestic as of uh, as of now, I'm gonna be real with you guys. Domestic as of about like January tenth. This movie made $668 million. Um, internationally, it made $867 million for a worldwide total of $1.535 billion. Now, those numbers are from a couple of days ago, and this movie is not done yet. This is going to end up making a ton of money. Um, a huge, huge success for Marvel, for Disney, for Sony. Um, any thoughts on that, Alyssa? I mean, I don't know why you said... I'm being realistic here. This was of a couple of days ago. You could have said that you... We're talking about Marvel. You could have said you time-traveled to the future, and that's what the numbers are going to be on that day. And you really could have ran with it, and then you just well, made it bad again. What actually happened was the episode time-traveled to the future, and then time-traveled back. So now we're back on the day after Spider-Man release. Do you see what I'm saying? Nope. <laughs> Um, anyways, those are very impressive numbers, uh, especially during a pandemic. Um, again, we've talked about this countless times on the podcast, but, uh, there's a lot of theories as to why this could be so successful. Like, yeah, people do want to see Spider-Man. There are certain things about this one that made it special, to say the least. Um, but also I think a lot of people are just going to movies less. And when they are going, they're being a little bit more selective about what they're they're paying to see what they are willing to go out and see and kind of what they're risking, you know, certain health things to go see. Mm -hmm. um, even us, like, uh, and I wish I had this number, but Nightmare Alley by Guillermo del Toro, one of my favorite directors, came out on the same day as this movie. Um, I want to see that movie really bad. I have not seen it yet because I'm not going to theaters anymore uh, due to Omicron. Um... But that movie is set to make, like, less than 10 million, less than 20 million total, its entire run. Um, I mean, it's performing terribly. And I'm one of the ones sitting here like, damn, that sucks that it's, it's doing so poorly. But I'm also the one that went to see Spider-Man in theaters and didn't go see Nightmare Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I think that's part of what's happening, is that, like, well, I can wait to see that one when it comes out on digital. Spider-Man, there was so much building up to it, you kind of just can't wait. It's not just that. It's not getting spoiled. Yeah. That's, that's part of the thing, our biggest like, thing. The, yeah, we didn't want to get spoiled on the movie. And, like, I don't care as much if I get spoiled on Nightmare Alley. And also, I don't think, like, Night you're going to be walking down the street and hear somebody spoil Nightmare Alley, you know? Yeah. Um, so, again, this is a huge success. Um, let's talk about when the tickets, the pre-sale went live. So, um, this has happened before, but it's happened yet again. Several ticket sites, ticket sites crashed when pre-sales did go live. Um, but it ended up setting the record for most pre-sale tickets in the first 24 hours. Hmm. Um, again, wild. But that seems to be the trend is that overall uh, movie attendance is going down. But attendance for movies like this are going up. You know? Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned you know, it was co-produced by Columbia and Disney but distributed by Sony. Also, Columbia is, like, the the uh, production arm under Sony. Um, 
some of the stars, Tom Holland, obviously, Zendaya, obviously, the strange man himself, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, Hulk was in it. Hulk was... He was smashing stuff up. Not in it. I remember somebody smashing stuff up. Not Hulk. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 93%. Iron Man was in it. Mm, no. No, he wasn't. Uh, Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I saw Iron Man there. Had a 93% score on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a critic score. And the audience score um, is higher, 98%. Honestly, I'm surprised that audience score is at 100%. A little surprised. Because everyone seems to love the shit out of it. Thanos movie. was there. He wasn't there. Um... And the cinema score, now this is maybe the highest cinema score we've ever talked about on this podcast. It got an A-plus cinema score. Which, to remind those that don't know, cinema score is done by kind of surveying um, a selection of people walking out of the movie on opening night. Um, A-plus is the highest you can get. That's very, very impressive. Well, how high was Paddington's? I don't know. Would you like to look up the Paddington cinema score right now? I mean, I don't know why you don't always have it on hand or haven't memorized it. Well, I don't... Why don't you is a better question, I guess. Well, because I didn't know if it was possible or not. I didn't know if it existed. Um, okay. T- type it in. Type it in. Just type in Paddington. Yeah. Uh, Paddington and Paddington 2 got A's. So the second best you could get. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this movie was better than Paddington, but... I mean, I don't either, so... All right. Perfect. Um, yeah, Perfect. Uh, just so everyone knows, um, we are probably going to spoil the movie from this point on. So if you have not seen it, uh... Leave. Yeah, leave, I guess. Go walk out it. of the room. Yeah, let the podcast keep playing, but walk <laughs> out of the room you're in. Um... Hulk will, Hulk will come and listen. Okay. Uh, so anyways, yeah, spoilers from this point on. Let's go. Uh, we're talking about marketing stuff now. So, I mentioned that Tom Holland and Zendaya... Uh, two of the big stars in this film. The first thing I want to bring up is their press tour, which um, I don't know a lot of the details behind it, but I just want to acknowledge that it was very, I think, successful in its attempt to get people talking about the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many clips of Tom and Zendaya do you remember seeing? A lot, but the rumor is is that they're not really dating. It's all for the press tour. Yeah, that's the rumor, but then there's also people who are like, yeah, but look look at how Tom is looking at Zendaya, you know? And there's also... <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't have a crush on Zendaya? I mean... That's fair, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, it, at the very least, it's successful in getting people talking, which works. And um, if you want to draw a line from that to the box office gross, you see another uh, key key statistic for success there. You know what I'm saying? Where are you drawing this line at? From... On your computer screen? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, do you remember the title reveal for this movie? I almost completely forgot about this until I was doing the research. No. So do you remember it's when... It's Spider, Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the title of the movie. Do you remember when Tom Holland released the title on his Instagram and Jacob Batalon released the title on his Instagram? Yeah, they all did, and they were all different. Yeah. I, of course, I... What, did you forget I did until I was doing the Absurd. research. Um, so Absurd. They, they, the stars of the film posted like fully made logos as if they were the title reveals for the movie. Um, one was Spider-Man Phone Home. A uh, nice little E.T. reference, which honestly like I wouldn't have been surprised with given the vibe of what John Watts has been going for in a lot of these movies. 
Um, Spider-Man Homewrecker was another one, and Spider-Man Home Slice was the third one. Now, that one doesn't work for me. I don't think they'd ever name it Home Slice. I mean, they didn't, so... Obviously, they didn't, but it was a very good idea. Okay, sure. But No, um, the whole, the oh, whole thing. Oh, the whole... Yes, it was, because... Tom I, Holland is good at spilling the beans. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, well, let's do a play on Tom spilling the beans... And we'll make them all different, and but it's all wrong. I mean, it was a really, really good idea. No, it was. Um, I, I honestly, for a minute, thought Homewrecker was the actual title. When I saw it, and I was like, oh, wow, that, that's the real thing. Um, and then I learned what was happening, but that was very, very interesting, to say the least. I thought it was Home Slice. Oh, really? I thought it was. Oh, I thought, but I misread. I thought it said Hulk Slice. <laughs> I hate you so much. Because <laughs> he slices things with his big, meaty hands. <laughs> Okay, so the trailer was revealed for this movie relatively late. We didn't get a teaser until August of 2021, which had a, a lot of people online sort of like, ah, oh, where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Um, but they did end up releasing it during CinemaCon. Now, CinemaCon is a conference, or sorry, like a convention for exhibitors. So for the people that, that run theaters and everything, um, it, showing stuff there's almost, almost like showing stuff to to, like, shareholders in a shareholder meeting, by the way, like, or, um, in a way, like, you're trying to get the people showing your film, like, excited and into the idea of showing your film at their theaters. Um, but I guess given the timing, it was the best place to kind of reveal this because it still builds buzz. And then they released the trailer, like, right after it premiered at CinemaCon online. Um, and it broke records on YouTube as well within, like, the first 24 hours and stuff. It was very successful there. Um... Another reason I think that they waited, like, so long and people were like, oh, wh why don't we have the trailer yet? It's because they wanted to be sure that the movie was going to release on the day they announced. You know? That makes sense. They didn't want to spend all the time, like, building up the hype for it, only for, like, there to be a delay or something. Which, as we've seen with, like, all these 2020 films and 2021 films that got delayed, like, it, it cost a lot of money to do that and it hurts um, a lot, too. Especially when there's some movies that people think have come out already. Um, like, you know, like, Kingsman movie that's about to come out? Mm-hmm. Um, they started showing trailers for that, like, a couple months ago, but I thought that came out, like, last year already. Like, I, I legitimately thought it was out. I follow this stuff. So, like... I thought it came out this... around now. Well, it's, and that's yeah. why they're pumping it. Well, yeah, it is coming out now, but, like, I was surprised when I first started seeing the trailers. I was like, oh, I thought that already came out. But that also had a weird kind of, uh, delay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and then, so, next, uh, just a little uh, fun fact here. This was the first Phase 4 film to release in China. So, the other Phase 4 films of the MCU, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and Eternals, um, did not release in China, all for, uh, for various reasons. Um, various political reasons, mostly. Um, but this one did. Uh, is there some, I mean, obviously the content in this movie doesn't have anything that, like, would not pass, you know, the, uh, the standard set to have a film shown in China. Um, but also you have to keep in mind that it was distributed by a different, different company. So there could be something in that as well. Maybe Sony was mm -hmm. like, we are 100% going to make sure this can play in China. And because of, uh, the kind of, um, control, not control, but the leverage they have over Marvel by like allowing them to use Spider-Man, like Marvel kind of had to make sure that Sony got their way in it. You know, mm -hmm. um, now obviously it's not hurting Marvel that this movie did open in one of the hugest film markets in the world, but that was just an interesting thing to know. 
you want to talk about some partnership stuff now? Sure. Okay. So, um... But they partnered a, with the Hulk. No, they did not. There was an article on Deadline, and here's the headline. Spider-Man No Way Home's $202 million promo push, biggest for any pandemic tentpole, fueled by Hyundai, TikTok, Fortnite, Fortnite and, and more. more. Yes, you can read that title. <laughs> yes. Um, this is, uh, it was written by The Anthony. more is Hulk. Okay. This is, it's really not. It's so many different things. It's like a juice company. Um... Uh, Liberty, Hulk, Hulk drinks juice. Liberty Mutual Insurance with the Limu Emu. Yeah. Yeah. Hulk needs insurance. Okay, stop. <laughs> um, this was written by Anthony Dallas D- D- Anthony D'Alessandro, I think. Um, so, like I said, the total promotional marketing value is two hundred and two million dollars. That's huge. Uh, they did enter into a partnership with Hyundai, and they released a commercial titled "Only Way Home." Directed by John Watts, and it does have Holland and Battleon starring in the commercial. Um, Never seen it. I haven't either. Uh, I'm sure this has happened before, probably, with like film stars in a commercial, but also directed by the director of the movie. Um, For sure. Did that not literally happen with Space Jam? I don't think the director of Space Jam... Okay, that's kind of a different thing, though, because Space Jam came from a commercial. Right. Well, yeah, but it's so that's, still that's a different thing. That this it's is like Space Jam, a Hyundai commercial. That I don't know. Oh, I, did you mention how Michael Jordan was in this one? He's not in the. In bugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a little weird to me though that there is a commercial directed by the director of this film and it has the stars and stuff in it. It's a little uh, it's a little commercial, you know, to say the least. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's um, what it literally is. I mean, yes, I know, but um, they also did a Fortnite promotion. Uh, like, Spider-Man was in the game. There was actually some, like, web... web. You can actually web sling around a Spider-Man and stuff, and then they added, like, Spider-Man and MJ outfits to the game and stuff. PUBG, the um, the pre-Fortnite Fortnite, you know? You know what PUBG is? Yes, I know exactly what PUBG yeah. is. Um, they also had, like, an in-game Spider-Man integration with, like, NPCs, outfits, and items and stuff. Didn't even hear about that because nobody plays that anymore. True. But, um, but that was another thing that they did. And then um, here's a quote from Jeffrey Godsick. I'm just re- realizing what his last name is. That's a sick last name. That's a, that's a great last name. Um, he is the executive vice president of global partnerships and brand management and <clears throat> head of location-based entertainment at Sony Pictures. What a job title. Um, he said... We have teamed up with some incredibly innovative brands who each bring a fresh and creative approach to push the boundaries on how fans engage with Spider-Man and create cultural moments that can be experienced and shared on a global level. Any thoughts on that really uh, wordy? No. No thoughts on that at all? No, I zoned out because it sounded so fucking boring. (laughs) Like, he did not make it interesting at all. He didn't even name some cool brands. He just... He really messed it up. What I love about these is I love when when these press releases have these things. They're like, yeah, like we're creating cultural moments that can be experienced and shared on a global level. On Fortnite. Yeah, on Fortnite. And also like this juice brand. And do you have insurance? Tell us. Hey, shut up about the juice brand. Tell us about what's the juice brand called? I have to know right now. You have to know right now? Yeah. 
Okay, well... You didn't even... You don't even have it ready? You just keep talking about the juice. You have to tell us what the juice is. Okay, God. I didn't know you cared so much about Don't bring up the juice if you don't know... If you don't know the juice. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Um... Oh, man. Where is the... the G Fuel is one, but that's not the juice I was talking about. Um... Where's the juice? Tampico. Thanks. Are you you happy? Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Um, you want to hear some other ones they did promotions with? Finally. Uh, KFC. Papa John's. Skittles. Um, you didn't say Pepsi. Pepsi. You didn't say 7-Eleven. No, I'm not reading them all. <laughs> I'm just pulling some out. The Icy Company? What did they do with Icy? Um, I don't know. They Okay, listen. They did something called Go Henry. A company called... Do you know what Go Henry is? No. Do you? No. I'm, I'm curious. I feel like you should have looked this up before you... When you were doing the research. Go Henry... Oh, no. Oh, man. It's a kid's debit card and financial learning app. That's great. How do you... Okay, let's go to gohenry.com. Look at those kids. Okay, oh, look at these cards. Wow. This card's got a basketball Where's the Spider-Man one? I'm trying to find a Spider-Man one. Um, Let's see. I love I love the episodes that have some good real time research in it. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. Um, we're gonna watch a video. Oh, time Spider Man. Oh, yep. he's getting knocked out of his body. Oh wow. Oh, that's got Spider Man on oh, it. Oh wow, it's got a spy- some Spider Man cards. Wow. Huh. Hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess it is kind of cool. I I love that. Um, I am a child. So, <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. Well, I'm glad you know what Go Henry is. Um, and a couple other things I wanted to mention is uh, they t- they did a, a live stream on TikTok for the premiere, which is cool. Um, it had tons and tons of views. It was very popular. Um, there was a Daily Bugle TikTok account, another cool thing. And then also a Daily Bugle pop-up stand in New York City. Um, I saw, I saw this online when we were in New York, actually, but I didn't have any time to go as far away as it was to see it, which is disappointing. Um, cause I really wanted to go to the, the Daily Bugle stand. We almost were able to. Almost. There are never any cool pop-ups in Atlanta. Okay. You, th- we weren't almost able to go there in the first place. Why? You were busy. That's literally what I just said. So close yet so far. Now that's true. Yeah. So, um, that's all the marketing stuff we have. So now we're going to move into our own marketing ideas. That's it? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, there's always more marketing stuff for anything we talk about. Uh, I didn't, th- I forgot we did this. I don't have any ideas. <laughs> I did also <laughs> forget we do the idea part. Um, and it's funny because like a really, a really easy idea to just always kind of have in your back pocket is throw it in Fortnite. And they already did that, so we kind of can't say that one. I just don't ever think you should throw in a Fortnite, though. You know? Um, do you remember in our very first episode when we talked about the witches having something in Roblox? Yeah, I remember that, of course. Yeah, of course. Roblox is a shit show now. What do you mean? Like, there was a, there's a, a... I almost downloaded it the other day. No, do not. There's A YouTube <laughs> channel has been, like, doing some research and inquiries into it and, like, it is a very predatory app towards children. Oh, sure, children. sure. Probably, but I'm not a child. I can have fun. Also, It also uh, <laughs> encourages a lot of, or 
It, it of doesn't discourage lots of talk about white supremacy and oh, that's not good. I thought you were gonna good. say in at purchases. I was like, I can, I have money <laughs> to do in at purchases on Roblox, Logan. How much I, are you spending on in at purchases in other games? None, but if I don't believe you now, it could be for Roblox. I don't believe you. Logan, um, my sister was playing a game that was like four dollars on her phone. I said, why would she spend that on an app? Okay, so, here we here we go. Um, Sony buys Roblox, and they say we're. We're fixing it, but not us. Spider Man, Spider Man saves Roblox. It's like a, he webs up all the predators. Yeah, he, he it's Amazing. like a year long campaign of Spider Man saving Roblox, and we get back to a point where the most interesting thing on Roblox can be the the Grand Witch or whatever she's called. She's um, not she's not on there anymore, Logan. You like go around and like you have friends and like you can trade things. I might trade you a monkey for your cat. It's just how it works. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, listen, if we're talking about video games, should Spider-Man be in Animal Crossing? Is there a way to make that work? Now, t- why? What's the connection you're getting here? Um, well, there are, there are spiders in Animal Crossing, and there are some men in Animal Crossing. No, there are no men. If you're a man, you're in Animal Crossing. It's mostly animals. <laughs> um, I mean... Mario's an Animal Crossing. That's because it's Nintendo. Yeah. Sony is not Nintendo. Should Spider-Man be Mario? Now, what do you mean when you just throw those words together in a pot and hope that they make a sentence? Um, I'm, I'm making a nice joke stew here, okay? Mario and <laughs> Spider-Man in the pot together. Uh-huh. Um, boiling, cooking up some great content. Okay. And, it, you know, a stew takes time to make <laughs> And it's, I'm working towards it. Oh, what's that? Ding, ding, ding. That's my timer going off. My stew is finished. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's, so it's Sp- Spider-Man, but instead of web-slinging, he just he runs and jumps like Mario. That's all he does. Uh, he could have, like, fixed pipes or something like that. He could have been, like, a, but uh, there's, but also there's no reason for it to be Spider-Man in the first place. Okay, okay scratch the Everyone entire idea. Everyone's like, fuck college, fuck student loans, go learn a trade. So get Spider-Man to learn a trade. And encourage people to learn trades and not go to college. Well, and how would you do that? Well, on Animal Crossing? No, you make Spider-Man fix pipes, like you just said. He's learning a trade. In the movie? Uh, maybe. maybe in... <laughs> That's what I wanted. Okay, like, where at? Stu's, it's not finished. My timer was malfunctioned. <laughs> um, okay, Spider-Man and Mario. Sp- Spider-Man's learning a trade in Mario with the pipes. But they're in... It's a game inside Animal Crossing. Okay, let's skip over the no, idea. No, sorry, listen, there's an arcade game in Animal Crossing that you can play where you are Mario, but you go down a pipe, oh no, it's a it's it's a vat of Spider-Man, and you become <laughs> Spider-Man, and... Okay, uh, so you know what I would do? Because this idea is over. You, <laughs> it went on for too long, and you've already ruined the entire podcast with just that bit. No. So, like, obviously it's set in New York. One day, just a bunch of webs everywhere. Just like a bunch of big spider webs. And everyone wakes up and they're like, was Spider-Man here? And that would be really cool. Like, if that Daily Bugle was there, what if they, like, shot webs all around it? Because Spider-Man's just pissed off at the man. And then, like, everyone's like, oh, Spider-Man must have done this because they keep talking bad about him. You know how, like, in the games and, like, in a lot of the movies and stuff, fucking Spider-Man's, like, fighting up a crime guy? Mm-hmm. Um, fighting up a crime guy is not the words I meant <laughs> to say there, but it's what I said. Um, 
and he he webs them up on like a a, a light pole like a, a yeah yeah light yeah of course of course yeah so let's get a guy and let's web him up on a street light and he's just stuck up there all day all night it's kind of like in Dave you remember season two of Dave when he's on the billboard yes and he's stuck on the billboard it's kind of like that yeah but he was doing that on purpose yes this is on accident. Twist, though. <laughs> the guy's been there all day. He takes off his human mask. It's Spider-Man underneath. Why would he do that? <laughs> for, it, for it to be a twist. I just feel like maybe you should stop with the ideas and I should just only do the ideas. Now, listen. Now, I've said this once before and I'm going to say it again. You release a bunch of spiders. And okay. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. You hope one bites you and you become Spider-Man. Okay. One, there we're releasing one million spiders. Only one has the superpower, and if you're willing to find it, you can, you can. I don't know. You, I don't know how you know it's radioactive. You know, there's one special radioactive one, and so you get it, and then you take it to Sony slash Marvel, and you say, "Look what I did!" And then boom, it's a giveaway. You and your friend get to act like Spider-Man and do cool Spidey things, and. Because you, you, caught, you caught the radioactive spider. I don't know. Maybe it comes in like a cereal box or something. I have a good idea. You ready? Okay. I doubt um, it's good, but we'll see. Okay. Spider-Man came out December 17th, 2021. Yeah. Um, three, the normal theatrical to, to physical window is about three months, about 90 days. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been a little less for some movies during the pandemic, but this movie is killing it in theaters, you know? So it may be like 90 days until we get like a Blu-ray release or something or until it hits digital. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so guess what is on February 20th? Um, the, All- the NBA All-Star Game. All right? And guess what they do the day before the All-Star Game? They have the Slam Dunk Contest. So I want to see Spider-Man dunk Do a ball. dunk? Okay. That's not terrible. I know it's not. It's good. Do not tell me it's not terrible. Tell me it's good. Well... Yeah, but that's not, I mean, you can only probably do that if you're a good basketball player in the first place. So, like, they're there to watch the basketball players do it, and then the basketball players are Spider-Man. Yeah, no, but you have Spider-Man show up. But he's not actually there. It's, like, CGI on the screen. Do you think that's a good idea? I think it's a great idea. And he jumps over two shacks this time. <laughs> yeah, the, and one of the shacks no, no, is no. real, and the other is, like, CG shack. Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Okay. He jumps over Mr. Fat Man. Miss Kingpin? Yeah. He jumps Kingpin. over Kingpin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like right? Him. I like him jumping over two shacks and then... And then what about a Kingpin sandwich in the two shacks? Okay, sure. But then one of the shacks is CG and then it's like a <laughs> secondary game to guess which one's real and which one isn't. Yeah, I mean, you can't... Physically have two shacks. Obviously, one's got to be CG. <laughs> what if there were two shacks? What if that's why one shack is so good at basketball and the other is so good at business? business. <laughs> there, Shaq has a twin. And one shack does basketball and talks about basketball on TNT. One's name is Shaq and the other one's name is Shock. Yeah. And um, the other shack is very good at pizza. And... <laughs> Um, and all the other things he does. Um, I know, I'm donuts, blanking too. Yeah, Krispy donuts. Cream. Yes, donuts is what it is. Um, yeah, so they're both there. But I still want there to be a CG shack so people can guess. I guess now we have three shacks that are there. 
Uh, okay. So Spider-Man's going to dunk over three shacks in one kingdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. That's the, one of the best ideas we've ever come up yeah, with. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> I completely agree with you on that. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about that I forgot about, so let's backtrack a little bit. Do you remember how bad the poster for this movie looks? Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Look. Look at how bad it is. Well, it kind of looks like Inception. Isn't Inception cool? Everyone loves the Inception. It does kind of look like Inception, but it does have Spider-Man. You do get the four Doc Ock arms. You get some lightning because of the electro. And then you got a little green goblin in the background, which I love. Now, this one, this made me want to go back and look at the Spider-Man Homecoming poster. The, like, main official poster for that. Are Wait, you... but where's the lizard man at? He's not in the poster. Well, why is everyone else in the poster? Because no one likes Kirk Connors. But he's a lizard. Yes. Okay. Um, you ready to see the poster for for Homecoming? Sure. Which is, and I know it's not great uh, podcast content. This is one of the worst posters of all time. That's a very good point. For people listening... Um, there is both Tom Holland, but in the background, Spider-Man. But then you have a flying Iron Man in the foreground, and in the background, Tony Stark. Um, and then... It looks like someone in high school did this in their Photoshop <laughs> yeah. class. But one of the... I realized this today. I never even noticed this when I saw the poster when it first came out. But I love how if you look at the, the New York skyline in the background, like on the left side to the middle of the poster, you have New York. But then you get to the right side, and they kind of make it look like it's the same skyline, but it's the Washington Monument. Because remember they went to D.C. in that movie? Oh, yeah. So it's just very funny how they had to throw in the Washington Monument. Yeah, that that just doesn't seem necessary. It doesn't. The whole poster's terrible. Um, I wanted to bring this up because Sony has been making terrible Spidey posters for, I mean, at least for the all the MCU Spider-Man films. And you see a lot of people, and they're like, why do posters look bad? And let me tell you why they look bad. Sony. I, I mean, no. Bad posters <laughs> get you $1.5 billion movies. Like, what do you want us to say? Like, it works, apparently. That doesn't make sense. The Spider-Man Homecoming was very successful. People just want to see a new Spider-Man. They don't give a fuck about this poster. I mean, yeah, but this poster reminds them that there's a new Spider-Man. Also that there's a Tom Holland. <laughs> and that there's an Iron Man. Also that there's a Robert Downey Jr. And Zendaya's in this. Yeah. And then, like, very faded. Like, he looks like he's from an... An 80s movie, Michael Keaton. Yes. Looks like it's an old photo of Michael Keaton that they, like, put in there, but it's grainy, a little gray. It looks like it's touched up a little bit, you know, I got rid of some of those Keaton wrinkles, which, like, I get it. But also, Keaton's wrinkles are what make him Keaton, you know what I'm saying? I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about anymore. Um, how would we make a poster for Spider-Man? What would we do? Just not that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I think the newest poster is better than that one. I think you do a poster with a bunch of Spider Mans, and they're all in different suits. Um, but then for each Spider Man, there's also a Tom Holland head. But that that makes it seem like Spider Man multiplies. Does he not? No. Well, really, the point is, like, you don't know where someone's eyes are going to go to when they look at the poster, so you just want them to see either Spider-Man or Tom Holland first thing. You know what I'm saying? It should be, like, a grid of Spider-Man faces and Tom Holland faces. Kind of like pop art. Kind of like, uh, Warhol. Hmm. Yeah. No. And then people can't complain about the art of the poster. It's a Warhol poster. Yeah. There we go. We did it, right? <laughs> sure. Are we ready to end the episode? Yeah. Cool. Um, 
Well, uh, thank you for listening to us. Please find us on Twitter and Instagram at Marketers Cut. Find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts or on YouTube and learn more at our website, marketerscut.com. I do want to plug a, a thing I wrote on the website that kind of talks about some uh, five episodes that are a good starting point for listening to the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't listened to a lot of episodes and you want to know like what are the essential ones you need to go back and listen to, uh, check out that article. Um, again, just go to marketerscut.com and it's the featured article on there. And then uh, I also want to thank Jacob Wall for his art. You can find more of his work on Instagram at Kufnar. That's K-U-U-F-N-A-R. Um, and yeah, please go uh, rate us on iTunes. And Spotify also launched a new rating system. So if you listen to Spotify, please, or if you don't, please just go in there and rate us. It'll be great to get some ratings in early. Um, and maybe try to like hop up there on some of the charts and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just hopping up, uh, hopping, just webbing up those charts, webbing man. Webbing up those charts, yeah, I, I agree. Um, cool, anything else you want to add before I fade up the music and, and take us take us home? No. All right, well. <laughs> um, Weren't expecting that one, huh? I wasn't, no. Nope. Shocked. Appalled. You forgot, look, and I forgot that we did, did ideas on this show. You think I have something prepped for the end of the episode? No. All right, well, uh, see you, see you all later. Thank you for listening.